Welcome, chefs, to this week's episode on The Kitchen. We are excited to have you. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all of our listeners, our faithful listeners. We love you. We see you. We appreciate you. Thank you for making 10 episodes possible. We have many more on the way. Um, and we're just having fun, you guys. So thank you for letting us just have fun. Um, we see your feedback, and uh, we, we really do appreciate it. Um, mile marker for 10. This is big. Um, and today we thought we'd do an episode about photographers and how much we hate them. Uh, just kidding. This is stories written by you called Photographer Wars, where you guys submitted stories about some nightmares you have with photographers. In retrospect, two out of those five stories are actually... Nothing to do with photographers, more about how horrible videographers are. So a little bit of a mix of both. Uh, without further ado, let's cook. Living in a daydream. Ooh, such a sweet thing. Life on a big screen. It's such a beautiful scene. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Jacob. You look like you're about to rob a bank. I felt like robbing a bank. <laughs> you look like you look like Frozone in that one scene <laughs> hey, when they go into great the fireplace. Scene where he's got the beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look great. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, look like a skier yourself. trying to rob a bank. Um, how was your bank. week? Um, I don't remember. I think it's been good. Good. What have we done? Um, it's one of those weeks, too, just kind of editing all day, yeah. grinding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Working on finishing the luxury posing guide, finally. Yep. yep. Um, working on the next courses. Yep. Launching our, uh, teasing or launching our um, our quote-unquote mastermind slash more of a coaching program next year. Champagne. Which we're stoked about. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's been a good week. The Champagne Club. So the Champagne Club. Yeah. Yep. And we found out there's an actual business called the Champagne Club where they actually deliver champagne. Um, it's, it's an actual champagne yeah. club. We chose champagne because it's one of our brand colors, mm -hmm. and that's all. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> one. We don't even drink champagne. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, hey, but we'll we'll talk about more of that in the coming weeks. But yeah. um, essentially, one we wanted we love we I don't know we uh, the workshop was a uh, for me. Um, tell me if you agree with this, but for me, it was like an eye opening experience in right. the sense of how much I missed being in a room with people mm -hmm. and like teaching. Um, hold on, let me fix this crap mic. And I don't claim to be like the best teacher, but like there's there's a real genuine, when you when you remove the the script and you actually start, sit down and talk to somebody and help them, it's so refreshing yeah. and I loved it. Um, yeah. So we've ha we have our courses, but yeah, we're both really excited about actually sitting down one-on-one -on -one personalized coaching calls. Yeah. Um, so that's the champagne. We'll, we'll probably talk about the champagne club in more yeah. deep depth soon. But um, we got about a month. Yeah, but we're excited about it. Things. It's not group calls. It's it's uh -huh. personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching. Set curriculum. Yeah, with uh, only twenty people. So yep. it should be pretty cool. We're working. Yep. We're really excited about it. Um, but chocolate. Chocolate of the day. So today I'm on a bar again. Ours again. chocolate. Love now mine. this is a mango chili bar. Uh, for those seeing, it has a mango and a chili. Um, it's 55% dark chocolate. Does that mean it's see, not as heavy? See, that's where it's like... Because I'm, like I'm not like a diehard of like the 80% anyway. Sure. Really? See, that's that's my favorite. That's yeah. why I consider dark chocolate. Yeah. I think I could be wrong. The second it passes 50%, it's dark chocolate. So 55% to me is still pretty much just like milk chocolate, just a lot of sugar. 
So the lower in percentage you go down, the more sugar it usually has added to it. I'm going to eat this away from the mic because I keep listening to our podcast. I'm like, man, we're eating straight into this. Um, mm. oh. <laughs> wow, it's really got a kick. There's a kick it's up in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a lot of chili in that. Wow. Um, yeah, I've never been like a fan of the... Oh, when it hits the back of your throat, it really, yeah. Uh... I've never been a fan of the chocolate spicy stuff. <sighs> Although, this is probably one of the best I've had. It's really good. I'm spiced up, though. Also, I'm fucking smart water today. I got the Voss. I drank oh, my Fiji on the way over. Fiji. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, not bad. Not bad. I'm going to eat the second. Hang on. Uh, yeah, Raul, really, uh, really lingers. <laughs> What's the yeah. Ron Burgundy quote? Really stings the nostrils. <laughs> mm. I'm not going to lie, that's quite pungent. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. That's solid. I like that. Pretty good. I wouldn't eat it. No. But it was nice. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, not bad. So that, that is, is a that mango is, chili. Yeah. Not my favorite, but still very good. It's interesting. I've never had like really it's, spicy chocolate before. That is definitely spicy. And the first bite, you're like, it's mango. And it ends and you're like, I need water. I feel like I ate a taco. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, okay, so today's episode, uh, it's one I'm actually very excited about. We, we've, I've, we've waited. Oh, actually, a little celebration. Yeah, what about it? This is episode 10. Is it really? Double digits, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. I think it is. I it think is. You're right. Yeah. Episode 10, double it's digits. Episode 10 of like one hour podcast. So if we were to split it into like 30 minutes, that would yeah. be like 20 episodes. Yeah. Hey, kudos. Yeah, so we are ten deep into this journey, <laughs> which has been—it's awesome, really fun, and uh, just yeah. Like honestly, I think Nate and I've just been like surprised at a uh, pretty easy. How <laughs> I was going to say, that. <laughs> I was going to say how how uh, much you guys actually watch this and listen to it. Um, yeah, no, definitely surprised. I have some surprising listeners too. Yeah, uh, no. I'll call her out, Cherish Conklin. Uh, hey, from Cherish. Larev. <laughs> you just think this would be the last piece of content she'd consume. And every time I talk to her, she's like, she'll reference something from the podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. like, so she called out I learned to tardiness. have some of the best, the best listening. She called out my tardiness. Why didn't she show did. up to the Zoom meeting? She's like, I heard from the <laughs> she podcast. Did. Yeah. So we got to be careful what we say. Yeah. Um, but I mean, thank you for being here. Kind of cool that Larev yeah. seeks inspiration from one of my vows on the kitchen. <laughs> So, what can we say? We're kind of the kind of the Is the involved? name of the podcast world right now. <laughs> the furthest thing from it. Adam Grumbo uh, always comments on our podcast and reminds us how inexperienced and uh, naive we are. So, but in the nicest way possible. I take it very personally, but mm. love that guy. Yeah, excited to see him next week. Yeah. All right, but you guys, this episode I'm excited about. This is <clears throat> Photographer Wars. Um. And there, we're going to read, I think we're only going to read like five stories today, um, just for time. Um, but these are some five crazy stories. Um, but let's be clear. We're not anti-photographer. This is just poking fun. We're pretty pro-photographer. I'm very pro-photographer. Yeah. I, I learn a lot from photographers. Yeah. Um, what to do and what not to do. I'm also very grateful for them because they take a lot of the heat. They do. They're leading the sessions. They also cost a lot of the heat, which, they we'll, do. which we'll read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. They do. Um, 
I'd say the, the number one thing that I'm grateful for photographers for is that they do their their job for whatever reason, what it, just because of history, their job is usually to pose the families and mm-hmm. to and yeah. that's that's a percent that I'm glad I don't have to do that. It's the worst job. So, uh, but yeah, we uh, we thought it'd be fun for videographers to kind of vent about uh, their bad experiences with photographers, and there are many. Um, it'd be funny to actually have photographers on here and have them vent about I videographers. About, I was about to say, yeah, do we have a videographer? Probably not like a video. We have we? one submission. It's called Videographers Suck. <laughs> and it's from a videographer. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one day we'll have some of our favorite photographers on. Um, that should be pretty funny. And yeah, just have them vent. I'd love that. I bet if we had Spencer on, he'd vent about us hmm. wearing t shirts and jeans to weddings. Which he still wears. Which he still wears, which yeah. is hilarious. But. Yeah. So yeah, Sam does too. But. Dang, I just remembered. Uh, I had a surprise for us that was supposed to be delivered today. We should have recorded this a little later. A Christmas gift? You can say that. Well, next episode then. It'll be after Christmas. <laughs> New Year's gift. New Year's. <laughs> hey, great 2023, yeah? <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm excited to see it. So yeah, we're going to read these stories. Again, you guys, if you want to submit a story... Links below. Uh, submit anonymously your stories, whether it's with a photographer or vendors or whoever it may be. Um, but without further ado, let's uh, let's dive in and give our takes on some of these photographer wars, nightmares, horror stories, what have you. First, before we get started, yeah. on a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate photographers? A scale of one to ten. One being. I, hate, I don't, um, them at all. I don't I mind them. them. I like them actually. Ten being, I would be happier if there was never photographer at another wedding. I think it depends on the scenario. Sometimes it's nice to give me a generalization, so we can cancel a you. Clip this and cancel you. A generalization. It depends on the scenario. Nathan hates photographers. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the scenario. Um, sometimes there are times where like, oh, it's only us and the couple, and it's great because we get to do all the posing. We get to get everything that we know that we don't have. Um, but there are other times where I want a photographer because I don't want to do those poses or I just want to kind of work, out of your own work around them. Then. No, out of my well, own efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to pose them, so I want someone else to do my job for me. <laughs> efficiency. Um, I would say on a scale of one to ten, uh, I'm like a a three. I like photographers. I enjoy working with other people. You do. Almost always I'll have a second shooter with me. But if I don't, it's nice being able to crack jokes with the photographer. And yeah. And I feel like at a wedding, I can tell within the first two minutes if I'm if not you're gonna like a photographer. Oh, absolutely. Um, so here's my here's my take on that then. Adam called us out and said, like, I just think you guys haven't I can't believe you guys like photographers so much. Right. You know, and he doesn't <clears throat> dislike photographers, but I understand what he's saying. Um, but I think that brings the overarching point to my to my ramble here is um I think a lot of videographers rely on a photographer to do their job. Or right. they say, if, if, a, if a bad photographer, I can't do my job. Mm-hmm. And I think that's completely false. I think that's a lazy victim mentality mindset. Whereas I can only do what I'm being paid to do if another vendor does their job too. Mm-hmm. And I just think, no, absolutely not. So for us, I think when we walk into a wedding... Um, we can usually tell them the first, honestly, the first interaction, how the photographer will be. 
um, based on the professionalism, their collaborativeness, just kind of how they even look us in the eye, you know, what can really tell what they're dressed in, yeah. what they're dressed as, especially. Um, and if they're not, you, we instantly have to make that decision to adapt and say, okay, this, this wedding, I can't really trust them and I need to work around them and plan to work around them more than I need to plan to be collaborative with them. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, maybe that means setting up a different camera on the ceremony, making sure you always have your angles covered over communicating, like whatever it needs to be. Um, but I, I hate my, I hate when videographers say like, Oh, I couldn't get the shot cause the photographer good example. Yeah. I agree with that. I think we saw a post in one of our groups. It said, um, who posted the, it? I don't know. I wish I, I knew their name. <laughs> I'd call them out. Um, but they posted that the, the first kiss, the aisle shot, Mm-hmm. The most important part of the ceremony, arguably. The videographer was in the back of the aisle on a 7200. The photographer was at the front of the aisle on a 35. Maybe he said, hey, I'm on the back. Please stay on the left side. But you can't expect a photographer yeah, to remember to do that. That's not fair. Because yeah. what happened? They wanted to get a better shot. and They moved to the right, ruined the photog- videographer's shot. The videographer's pissed. They missed the angle. And I'm just like, well, that's, that's 100% on you. Mm-hmm. If the photographer says, no, I'm going to be up the front, you can hope and pray they stay in their lane. But if they're already not willing to be in the back, you should go to the front as well. I agree. So even if it may not be your favorite shot, you need to adapt and work around mm-hmm. uh, uncollaborative vendors, photographer, mm-hmm. DJ, what have you. No, I agree. Yeah. That was a good take. Yeah. I have good takes. Good I am take. politically correct. Jake's takes. Um, Jake's Jake. takes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so... That's a big disclaimer for these stories. I want you to know we're not pro-photographer, but we're not pro-videographer either. Two things can be true at once. Yeah. We can like photographers, but not always side with them. Our job always comes first to us. Always. We always know what we need, what we want. Yeah. And if the photographer, there are photographers we work with who we know are going to get the job done. Absolutely. We just know working alongside them, we'll get everything we need. Yeah. There are other videographers, like what you said, the second we meet them, we might say, oh, they're not going to do it. Or... Or there's a big one with um, LDS weddings when they have to direct the Gosh. couple hundreds of people at the temple grounds and they have to yell out loud to get everyone all organized. A big indicator of how well we're going to work together is how loud they can direct people. Because there have been <laughs> photographers who are just like mouse voice. Like, okay, hey guys, guys, all right, guys, can we find a and window? there's hundreds, <laughs> if not thousands of people on the temple ground yeah. and they don't hear a thing. So that's when it's like, all right, we're, we got to take, oh, yeah, take I, I the yell. reins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so to, to further drive this point home, twist the knife, let's take photographers out of it and let's substitute a DJ, okay? Mm. Uh, just, just for the principle here, same thing. If a DJ isn't ideal, you would never tell the couple, I couldn't get this shot because of your DJ. You'd adapt, right? And we've had experiences. Oh, like I couldn't get this audio or yeah, something. Yeah, we've yeah. had experiences where the DJ said, no, you can't do this. You can't plug into my system. You can't right. do this, this, or his, or his system was just garbage and it was going in and out. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. to adapt by putting microphones in different places, over micing, so that our job could still get done, regardless mm-hmm. of the DJ's equipment or setup or whatever. Um, and it's no different. It's for me. It's no different with a photographer. Yeah. Whatever they have, um, if they have four light stands, C stands, flashes, like it, it, your job is still. You know, it sucks, but you can't complain. Yeah. We did a wedding where they had the flashes. They shoot the red dots, the red grid. I don't even know what that's called. I don't even know either. Um, but they shoot red, a red grid 
on the subject before the flash goes off. I think it's an outdated flash. And um, so now our video just has a bunch of red dots in it. But what do you do? Like, you can complain about all you want. <laughs> but I was like, well, this is your day. That's the photographer they hired. So I'm just going to capture it. And they know, yeah. like, that's also that our, our mindset and our motto that we preach is document, don't produce. Yeah. The photographer, excuse me, the couple knows how it happened. So they're not, they shouldn't get mad at you if they see red dots and flashes. You can't do anything yeah. about that. They hired the photographer. Yeah. They had seen their work previous. Yeah. I mean, that one definitely, I think, is where I will side with videographers and say photographers should throw that piece of flash away. That's the most garbage, disrespectful, um, obtrusive I think piece I'm, of equipment. I think I'm fine with it during like a hype dance party. That paparazzi. That's fine. You know? Yeah. But if it's just all throughout the day when yeah. it gets slightly dark. Br brutal. Brutal. Absolutely. Anyway, Nathan, start us off. Photographer. <laughs> Man, wars. I have the worst. <laughs> worst timing sometimes. Okay. <clears throat> Did you just get the sniffles? No, I just swallowed wrong and down the wrong pipe. want to cough out my lung right now. Okay. I'm starting us off. Need some water. <laughs> Let me grab my Voss water. <clears throat> Voss clearly isn't helping him. No, it's because I Guys, I'm not like a Voss. huge fan of smart water. Actually, I do love smart water. Um, it's not like my favorite, but I, I still find it very refreshing. Smart water is solid. Big fan of the nipple uh, cap. I'll hold my tongue. <laughs> All right, I'll start us off here. Photographer Wars. <clears throat> first things first. I love it when they start out with that. Yeah. <laughs> First things first, the photographer ran in front of all my shots during the ceremony. Cry me a river, dude. <laughs> Cry me a river. Have multiple camera angles. Gosh, there are three maybe, photographers. Maybe, maybe this is a, right. a specific scenario. Okay, all hang right. on. Let me start over because I was interrupted. <laughs> first things first, the photographer ran in front of all of my shots during the ceremony as, and was two feet in front of them for the kiss. Unforgivable. Even, even after I told him the game plan for the ceremony. Afterwards, we were doing portrait photos and videos of the couple and with 20 minutes to spare... My second shooter asked to take the bride for a shot of just her, and he said, you're a second shooter, so we don't have time for your stuff. Horrible experience the rest of the night being rude to my second shooter. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Terrible. First of all, no forgiveness on the photographer's end for standing two feet away from the couple. Mm. I can't stand that. You're, you're not, you're not just, it's not a good shot, first of all. Second of all, you're ruining the guest's view. It's the 35 millimeter when they get just this close. Just yeah. I'm like, it's, it's like, come on. Crop in. Like, 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 yeah. Like, remove yourself from that. It's not your wedding. It's mm -hmm. not your photo. The couple won't like that photo more than their guests coming up to them and saying, I couldn't even see your first kiss. Or the mom or the grandma or, or right. the live stream. Who knows? Yeah. So no put, yourself, put yourself in the second shooter's shoes here. Okay. All right. Jacob Weisler, second shooter here. Hard to imagine, I know, right? Come on, Jacob. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Just kidding. So you're a second shooter, and you're like, hey, I have this vision, which I am totally on the second shooter's side here. As a second shooter, oh, really? you want to be creative. Like, sometimes you just have, like, a spark, and you're just like, hey, I want to... If, if they're not doing anything with the bride, sure. I'm going to want to... I could... I feel like I have the freedom to say, could I pull the bride aside for a second and get a shot? What if you were second shooting for Larev? Those are different types of weddings. But, but but maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I would have appreciated that. Do you think there should be a chain of command? That you should first approach the main shooter and say, hey, I have a shot. And then let, because I feel like you and I do that. You're like, hey, yeah, I have a shot. Have and a then shot. I'll Can like I... yell, like, Absolutely. hey, when you're going to do this. a shot with you, mm -hmm. and I'm going to do, like, yeah. This sounds like it was probably just like a uh, probably budget wedding, probably not luxury wedding. Counting a lot of dots aren't there. <laughs> if it's a luxury wedding, they probably would have said something. 
Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> um, if the photographer was like, no, get out of here. I don't have time for your stuff. What do you say? If they said that to, my, to <clears throat> me about to my you. second shooter? Isn't that what they said? Yeah, yeah. Did they say it to the second well, shooter's all, face? Or yeah, to, you the said to the primary? So, like, let's just say this is our wedding. You said that. You're at, a second shooter. We don't have time for your stuff. If they said that to my second shooter, I would retaliate. Throwing fists. I would say something right back. I'd say, yeah. I said, no, we have time. Yeah, we got time. And he's actually a god we're a team. at shooting. Yeah, we're a team. And I was like, and actually, I will trust him more. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, we're you the take the bride, team. I'm going to take the groom. Like right. We're going to split up for three seconds. Yeah, It'll take three minutes. I can't believe just the level oh, of ideal. unprofessionalism oh, that is it rude. would take that is just rude. to look someone in the eye and say, you're a second shooter. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the second shooter is just there it's helping just them out. It's small man complex, yeah. man. Like A lot of these, that hierarchy, <clears throat> what's the phrase? Like when those those guys who just like want to own people and like want to command that boss complex what's it called short man syndrome yeah kind of but they also like they the power power hungry power hungry yeah. like they they've worked their way up to be a lead shooter and now they just think that like second shooters are so beneath them and like yeah. in training yeah where in my experience a second shooter has never met an in training person it literally means someone it's a luxury right right because <laughs> not everyone has a second shooter and if i do it's because it elevates the film mm-hmm Sunlight. Oh, you might have a cool sun flare. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, that's rude. No forgiveness for me. The only thing I'll forgive is the photographer being in all your shots during the ceremony. I think that's a you problem. Yeah. Um, unless they're literally somehow getting in front of all three cameras. Right. If you have three cameras. Right. And if they were, it's probably because they're at the front of the aisle on yeah. 35. Some photographers, man. I mean, like, photographers like this, like, it's common. Like, it's sad. It's pathetic. It's... Um, yeah, I, I've I've been to a lot of weddings where I feel like the couple has noticed that the photographer is intrusive. Yeah, um, and that's what's the sad part is that a lot of, and I actually think we just talked about this on Emma's podcast coming out next month, um, but uh, a lot of photographers are hired. <laughs> Watch what <do> you say. <laughs> I'll say it. A lot of photographers are hired. <laughs> should I say this? <laughs> A lot of photographers, in my experience, a lot of photographers were hired based on their Instagram feed solely. I don't think that's a bad thing. It looks trendy. It looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. Great. They arrive at the wedding, unprofessional, dressed not well, and they're intrusive. It's all about them. They think they're celebrities at this wedding. It's think, wow, you are so honored to have me photograph your wedding. And everything they want goes, period. And the whole thing's like one glamorous photo shoot, and they're not actually documenting a wedding day. Mm -hmm. And the bride and groom regret it, and they notice it, and it's awkward. And and I've been, it's been vocalized to me a few times. Yeah. Um, and that's just sad. I think I, I, I'm sure it applies to almost every vendor, but I think yeah. with a lot of photographers, sometimes the book is not the cover of the book is not the same as the content side. I've never had it vocalized to me from a, a mm -hmm. couple. Like, we have once. You. Maybe you weren't there. If it hasn't been vocalized, like, hey, I know the photographer was hard to work with. Thank you for, you know, still showing up. But it has always been expressed under the table and how they say thank you at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. There's like, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can tell when you they're trying to say. were so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell when they say thank you if they're really trying to say, our photographer was the worst. You guys were yeah. great. Um, that experience happened to us a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa. I imagine yeah. for photographers. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you for being great. Yeah. For the yeah. My favorite thing after a wedding is when 
you're so tight with the photographer, <clears throat> you both walk up to the couple and like say goodbye. Yeah. Like it's like a together thing yeah. and they just want to group hug you because yeah. it's like the dream team and they felt it. Mm-hmm. I love those collaborations. Yeah. Anyway, this photographer, not a dream team. Nope. We should rate these photographers as we go through this. I'll give that on a one to ten. Five stars. Yeah. Oh, f- five star I'll rating. Give him a, I'll give them a one. I'll give them. It, it's hard because we never, we don't hear the photographer side. Don't need to. <laughs> with just the second kidding. shooter thing no no yeah. the, i don't need to hear the other side you're just trash for that but yeah that's maybe the ceremony they did the second shooter was very <clears throat> abrasive though maybe the second what shooter? if they were just like really loud and they could have been unprofessional i'm gonna be generous and i'm gonna say the photographer was a two star okay. give him a little bit of wiggle room it's fair enough yeah all right next story at my most recent wedding i had just arrived at the venue was doing my initial walk and greetings when I approached a photographer, I said, hi there, I'm blank, very nice to meet you, I cannot wait to work with you today. She replied, hey there, I'm blank, by chance, are you using lighting today? I replied, yeah, I have some lighting that I pull out during the reception to help us out. She replied, make sure to leave them on for me too. The wedding last week, the videographer would get his shots and turn off the light, and I'm not dealing with that BS this time. I was taken back, but assured her I'm a team player. They stay on until the thing we're filming is done. Internally, I was like, I'm not the last videographer, so I assume I'm like that. Generalization. At the end of the night, she showed me a photo. The videographer she was referring to had packed an Aperture 300D and Light Dome 2 to the reception. So this isn't really a photographer where this is a... No. This is a videographer. Videographer (laughs) is terrible. (laughs) Submission. This is one of those videographers that ruined it for the rest of us. Who brought a light dome to a wedding? (laughs) (laughs) Just one of these? Yeah. Just this huge five-foot softbox? Hey, if it fits Um, your style, but yeah, that's that's way too much. Okay, but but this photographer, again, shouldn't rely on a videographer to do her job. Mm -hmm. Because a flash will always overpower constant lighting. Right. Um, So like she, I think it's weird for a photographer to say... I can't do my job if the videographer is turning their lights on and off. It's like, no, bring a flash. What's also interesting, though, here, too, is she said, make sure to leave the lights on for me, too. The wedding last week, the videographer would get his shots and then turn off the light, and I'm not dealing with that BS this time. We used to always leave our lights on the whole time, and we would have people saying, hey, like, could you turn off the lights? Depends on the wedding. It's kind of ruining the the vibe. And so now what you and I actually do is we kind of do that same thing. We leave it on, get our shot, turn it off. Yeah. Turn it on, turn it off. More depends times, on depends on the part of the reception. Yes. The speeches, yes. We always turn them right off after right. our speech. Right. Because you don't want to ruin the ambiance. Um, dance parties, it's just different. Like it just yeah. kind of reread the room. If it's like a yeah. if it's like a chill, like you know what, this definitely needs a light. We just kind of put it back next to the DJ. It blends in with the DJ's lighting and we just shoot backlight the entire time. It looks great. Sometimes we just leave them off the entire time, right. bump up our ISO, <clears throat> get some grain and say, paparazzi. But the vibe is these couple, you know, wants to just party in the dark and we'll walk around like a handheld light, you know, get that paparazzi right. look, which we learned from the Rev. Um, and sometimes, yeah, we'll leave on the entire time and not, I don't know. It just depends. But I think the photographer, that BS for sure, because you can already tell if a videographer brought a light dome on an Aperture 300D, you know what type of guy he is. <laughs> so it's just like, bro, it's not that deep. You're doing too much. Doesn't like Ray Roman bring Aperture? Ray time? brings... Uh, he brings like a whole team. He brings a lighting guy. Depends on the wedding. I've seen his BTS where... But it's usually a guy on the stand and it's it's not it's not a light mm-hmm. dome. It's not a 300D. It's usually like a, a panel light, right. which is totally fine. And this probably also isn't like a Ray Roman level wedding. No. 
A 300D is crazy because you need like a C stand as well. Yeah. And like a light bag. Yeah. You got to be doing a lot of stuff. Right? <laughs> so you just know that kid's like <clears throat> one of those filmmakers who just probably their first wedding. Yeah. All these comments. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're um, we're actually releasing a lighting guide here pretty yeah. soon, and we talk about because I feel like that is um, if someone's coming into weddings from like the commercial side yeah. of things where they have you know a three hundred D, they mm-hmm. have a six hundred like whatever they have, um, they kind of think that's what you need to use for lighting. So I wonder if he was like a commercial videographer that got sure. hired for a friend. Sure. But there are a lot better lighting solutions. Okay. Way more. They're not intrusive. Yeah. And they get the job done. Agreed. And and you and I just prefer easy to manage smaller gear for weddings. Yeah. For corporate stuff, we prefer the big stuff. Yeah. A good example, Justin Porter. He offers his movie package where mm-hmm. he actually does sit down interviews, Netflix style with the couples and the family and everyone. He brings a softbox, a light dome, a big light for those interviews because that's what they're supposed to be used for. But to use a softbox at a dance party, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't. <laughs> you don't need soft light. You don't. Uh-uh. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like a pain to lug that around, though. Yeah, Holy what a joke. Cow. And just like someone's going to bump into it. I don't know. I don't know. Kids. I bet kids were at that This is wedding. definitely a videographer's story. But <clears> also, <throat> whoever this photographer is, adapt. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they were... <laughs> Hopefully they had their own solutions if the video didn't have light. Yeah. So that that, that is weird. Yeah. Um, as far as a rating for that photographer, it didn't uh, seem like three, they did four. anything wrong. Yeah. yeah, three or four. Uh, hard to say. I like working with a photographer that is kind of a little rough around the edges. I do like that. Like kind of edgy. I like I like when a photographer comes up to me and says, <laughs> I've had a back towards the videographers because then it's like, okay, the bar is low. Yeah, easy. Watch me blow this pole out of the water. This. Yeah. Pole vault? What's the word for that? What's that sport called? Pole vaulting. Clear it. Watch me. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the pole. Vault it. Yeah. Vault vaulting. it? Hurdle it. No, that's the sprint. Jump it. Watch me Watch me raise that bar. I like that a lot better. Watch me add some spice to that dish. You have a long story ahead of you. I do. Egyptian even. <clears throat> Egyptians. All right. Yeah. I don't know anything about the Egyptian culture, so um, let's I know see Cleopatra was heavily involved. I do know Cleopatra. Pharaohs. Okay. So I'll tell y'all the full story of working with Egyptians and an Egyptian videographer as me being a first shooter at times and primarily a second shooter. Was it just me or was that kind of weird? I don't understand <laughs> a single word of that, but I I, all I, I got that. from it is okay, here's a story about Egyptians. So I'll tell you the full story of working with Egyptians and an Egyptian videographer as me being a first shooter at times and primarily a second shooter. I don't know what's happening, but we'll keep going, Okay. I have a great friend, wonderful man of God I met on Full-Time Filmmaker to shoot weddings as me being a second shooter for $500, and at the time, that sounded great. <clears throat> there were so much discussions and controversy and arguments about making sure the camera was the same, the way I shot, be exactly like them, no handheld shots, just make them look like a ballerina and make it look cinematic and perfect, which I thought was absurdly time-consuming the way they would shoot in person, where it got to the point the photographers we would work with would feel frustrated with him, and I was just a sweet, nice middleman trying to calm things down. Talk about a run-on sentence, man. <laughs> you did great, Nate. Oh, boy. I need a drink so, of water. So, in summary, they were shooting for a videographer and the video who said, likes very posed ballerina-type shots. This is how I shoot. You shoot like me. And the photographers would get upset <clears throat> about it. Okay. Where was I? Okay. 
Um, I was, okay, photographers are mad, and this person is the yeah. sweet, nice middleman trying to clam things down. <laughs> she wants to learn videography. Man, I'm so lost. I'm sorry. Okay. She wants to learn videography, but she asked me instead of him, which is hilarious. She's the been photographer. The photographer. She's even been featured on Vogue magazine, and still my videographer friend, <laughs> the Egyptian... <laughs> Always says, okay, dot, dot, dot. This is the problem you don't understand, which in reality he was trying to make things from a perfect template they made up, and when they can't get all the shots, they say, all caps, this is the worst wedding ever. I'm so lost. And I have to tell him, no, it is not. Stop being so negative and be praising and thanking God in every second you're shooting instead of grumbling and getting irritated when things go your way. Don't go your way, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, what well, he, he says, go said, yeah. yeah, okay. Crucial word to leave out there. <laughs> Crucial. <laughs> Plus, there's the side of the language barrier. Egyptians speak Arabic, um, and it is very fast and very monotoned. So you can imagine how his English sounds. I love him a lot, like a brother in Christ, but man, <laughs> it's so hard to be patient with him for the photographers, for the photographers at least, in all caps. Ha <laughs> But if, but if you're consistent in spending time with God, then it shows in your treatment of other people. Every wedding that I didn't help him, that I didn't help him with, they would always ask for me and that they loved the way I treated people. Since day one, I've always treated people I'm working with as people made in God's creation, and this changes everything. Beautiful sermon. <laughs> I, I got to be honest, I don't know what I just read. Allow me. This Please. is also a videographer suck column, Th this, not a photographer. This is also me, like just trying to make sure I'm reading it correctly, and I wasn't processing. So far, we've two of the three stories have not related to photographers, okay. but that's okay. Um, this was about a photographer being upset with the lead shooter who posed a little bit too intensely. And the, the second shooter, that's the all. person telling the story, is just the middleman. That's all. It's like when I summarize your voice messages into one sentence, like, "Oh, this could have been a short text." Yeah. And the photographer. Okay. <laughs> So this could have been a short story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have nothing. I don't to say. know what to say about this one. This is also very specific. So if this videographer is listening, they sorry. will definitely know it's them. I'm sorry because it's very specific. Uh, yeah. Um, also, my guy, I think you have a little bit of Egyptian prejudice that you might need to work out. There's a bit of Egyptian prejudice here. They're nice people. Just the just the way you start with. Yeah. I'll tell the full story. Working with Egyptians. Let's go to Egypt. And an Egyptian videographer. Replace Egyptian with uh, another race. That has nothing to do with photographers. Yeah. Moving uh, on. Interesting to me that the photographer wants to learn videography when she's been featured on Vogue. Yeah. Kind of seems a little late for stick the career change. Stick to your change. guns. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, stay, no. Actually, stick to your guns. Stay out of, your, stay out of our lane. Yeah. Stay, stay with <laughs> your Vogue heck? photo shoots. <laughs> uh, photographers sound like a four or five. They sound nice. They sound fine. Yeah. They sound fine. I don't. Yeah. I still don't. We could we'll, we should have a whole we should have a whole little uh, thing about second shooters one day. So I had bad experiences. Which in reality he was trying to make things from a perfect template they made up, and when they can't get all the shots, they say this is the worst wedding ever. Also, I wouldn't second shoot for someone like that because that that you associate with them now. Mm -hmm. So, all right, it's from full time filmmaker. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> all right, onward from a videographer. I am a videographer, and my wife second shoots with me. Last year, we were hired to shoot a wedding for a girl I went to high school with, 
and originally were supposed to work with a photographer team that we had worked with before and had a good relationship with. However, due to miscommunication on the bride's part, the photographers were no longer available for her wedding date. So she ended up hiring a photographer last minute. His name was Rod. He showed up with a mullet, bolo tie, and vest. Rod was bad vibes. Sounds like great vibes. <laughs> Sounds like Joe from Switchback Stories. <laughs> we start doing some photo video of the bridesmaids, and he starts making creepy comments like, it's okay to hike your dress up a bit higher. To make things worse, he would take so long to step each shot. He also pissed off the venue owner by parking right in front of the venue when we were specifically asked not to. The best part of the story, though, is receiving the couple's Christmas card. And instead of a photo from their wedding, it was a screenshot from my video. <laughs> Freaking Rod, dude. Rod. Rod, and leave the bolo ties He out. sounded like a cool dude, but... <laughs> and it's like, I actually identify with this guy, Rod. Uh. Here's the funny thing. Mullet, bolo tie, and vest... No problem with that. No. Not an issue. I'm asking it this does paint a picture. Story. I'm asking his life story. Joe Dirt. Where I get creepy is a, it's okay to hike your dress up a little bit. You know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses with the Jeffrey Dahmer accent. Mm. I don't know why. I never watched that documentary. Don't. <laughs> I won't. Do not watch it. I don't want to. It's Can disturbing. I, yeah. But yeah, kind of creepy vibes. It's okay. Um, if you want to show more leg, there's better ways to say it. It's okay to hike your dress on. Yeah, yeah. Was that the only creepy thing he said? That's all I got. Rod. <laughs> they named him. Rod, yeah. I don't know what to rate you, bro. <laughs> Rod's going to be our second one-star review right behind uh, DJ Tipsy. Rod, I'm going to give you a five for style. <laughs> um, and a, uh, I mean, clearly, if the couple didn't enjoy you, they, if they would have used your photos as a Christmas card. So he clearly must have not done a great job. I wonder if he was wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, maybe. We've shot with photographers who had cowboy boots on. Yeah. And very bright colored dresses. And it was like... Wild. Don't do that. Wild. I liked Rod. Until I like Rod. The, the dress, hiking up the dress. The dress is like creepy. Him. Don't know to rate him. Yeah, Bedside right. manner, bro. I'd, so how do, you, how do you ask a bride to show more leg? Because sometimes it's just a slit. Yeah. We like working and with And if they the, use the a slit in the dress, they want to show their leg. They want to use it. So how do you say that? You personally. I probably wouldn't. Really? As much as they hike their dress up, that's probably as far as they're comfortable showing. Oh. And I feel like it's weird I for me to be like say, hiking up higher. I usually will just say, uh, um, like, step forward with your leg so it comes right. to the slit. Right, so it comes to the slit. Then they know what I'm trying to say. If I say hike up your dress. That's weird. Ugh, it's like that scene from uh, Bombshell. Mm. I was talking Mongo about Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, no, we we work with Courtney a lot, and Courtney's the queen of the the dress. Courtney can say shop. that and get away with yeah, it. Yeah, but I've never heard of Courtney say that. No, she's she just said, I, She just always says we're gonna do some leg, like we're gonna show off yeah. some leg. We're gonna yeah. work that dress. Yeah, and the bride always gets the assignment, and she just she works yeah. it. Courtney never, brides are also built differently. So yeah, they they definitely are. Um, Freaking Rod, dude. Yeah, well, I wonder since they hired Rod. Hopefully he had a portfolio. Yeah. Courtney gets away with it because you go to her Instagram and you all you see is just brides working the the slit yeah. in the dress. Yeah. I wonder if it's Rod's a signature of Courtney's. <laughs> I wonder if Rod's Instagram has any uh, slit mm, leg maybe. work. Are you taking to be real? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that's the ugliest picture we're taking. I'd I love to be real. real. Why? I didn't like it. Why? Did you say you love it? Yeah. I just don't like it. Why? It got way too pushy for me. Pushy. Pushy. Once a day? 
it was it was that, but it always it kept pushing notifications saying, "See what you missed. Take your be real now." I just I just don't want it. I was just like I I don't like it. It sends two notifications a day. All right. Your be real. It makes me feel bad if I miss it though. See what you missed. Right. It makes me feel bad if I missed it though. It's like, "Oh, you missed your chance. Here's what other people are posting. Take yours now." And it just stays there all day and it keeps reminding me. So take a picture. Be I real. Take a picture. <laughs> I don't want to take a picture. Kayla takes pictures. I want to do. I want to do my work. I want to live my life. I don't want to just be like, oh wait, hold on, let me pause everything. I like the flow state. Have you ever been in a flow state and it just interrupts you and don't you're just like, start on your flow state, bro. Dude, get your in flow, flow state, state is I'm gonna be on Do Not Disturb from nine to five every day, and then I can get a hold of you. I I would. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till as the a life business lessons. partner, I should be able to get a hold of you. <laughs> we'll wait till the life lessons because I talk about uh, it, and then and then it's like everyone's trying to get a hold of you. Like I'll have discussions with Emma or Becca or workshop stuff. We'll make decisions, and then you'll come in hours later and, like, give your feedback. I'm like, no, it's already been decided. It's already done. It's gone. You're late. You're, you're lost. You missed. Uh, also, don't disturb for the flow state. It's like, was, you was, missed the discussions. 99% of the... 99%. 99% of the time, it's not urgent. That's not the point. It is. What's urgent? Be real is urgent. Be real. <laughs> you have two minutes out of twenty-four hours of your day. You can't commit right. to. It is urgent. It is urgent, but it's pointless. It's it's real. It's fun. It's pointless. It's social media. All social media is pointless. Right, Be real is the most genuine social media right, out I, there. I just don't want to. I just don't want to sacrifice two minutes work. No, because it breaks your state. It doesn't. It does. It didn't. Right it now, does. we're still podcasting. We're talking. No, we we interrupted our you podcast to talk about it. <laughs> our podcast has no narrative. <laughs> it works. <laughs> No, it breaks the it breaks the state. I love Be Real. You're missing <sighs> out. Me and Keila have great conversations on Be Real. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, Rod, do better. Love your style. I still though. don't know what to rate him at though. All right, last one. All right. <clears throat> we worked a wedding where the photographer had apparently been photographing weddings for decades. The day was rough, to say the least. This photographer used flash for, flash for everything, and I mean everything. The first touch, which was outside at 3 p.m., that's crazy. Even during people. The, even during the outdoor ceremony. That's crazy. There was tension all day to us being in her second shooter's way during portraits. Mind you, her second shooter was on a 70-200 all day and standing 20 feet behind us. And my second shooter and that's I not were, a problem. Yeah, and my second shooter and I were right next to, my main, to the main photographer all day. This all came to a climax when we grabbed a few quick portraits of the couple while the wedding party got ready for the wedding party portraits. I suggested that the groom put his hand in his pocket because it looked awkward, and she proceeded to raise her voice saying, are you going to direct or me? We have too many voices. It's confusing. I've been doing this for decades, and I've never had to deal with this. She then suggested we needed to do separate portrait sessions and walked off to set up for the reception. The couple, the coordinator, and the entire wedding party's jaw dropped one out of five rating instantly yeah i do have some bones to pick with this videographer with the video yeah the thumb in i think there are a lot of or things that we're not hearing from the are you in director me i feel like that was like a built-up thing yeah that could have been built up maybe thing. the videographers were saying too much maybe they were i'll get to the photographer but the videographer um why are you and your second shooter both right next to the main photographer? Second shooter should definitely go somewhere be else. Tell your second shooter to go somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah. There's no reason all three of angle. you should be there. Yeah. The second shooter should be getting a completely Get different, a different angle. angle. Yeah. Or you're just paying him to do the exact same job you're doing and you're, 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 you're yeah, I don't know. Also, that would be super annoying though 
if the photographer's second shooter was behind us on a 70 to 200 trying to shoot. Well, actually, no, that, that, that comes down I don't, to the, I don't care because you're behind yeah, me. That, that also comes down. What was the situation here? Because it sounds like we had the main photographer, the two videographers standing right next to her, and then the second shooter standing directly behind them shooting on a 70 to 200. Is everyone just getting the same exact angle here? Yeah, you guys need to move. You guys need to get more creative. Everyone's got, yeah, everyone, you got to move around a little bit. Your second shooter should not be doing your lead sh angle. Have them get a creative angle. It and sounds, yeah, I, I, I don't care. If your photographer is behind me, it's like, okay, well, then you have to move around me because right. I'm not going to be to aware of who's behind me. Right. You know. Yeah, tell your second um, shooter to adapt. Yeah, the hand-in thing. I mean, I get that. I could see what the photographer is frustrated Um if like they're saying a pose, and then I jump in and say, "Put your hand in your pocket." Maybe they had a very specific vision mm -hmm. for the pose, and they didn't want voices directing. But um, to the videographer's credit, usually you put your hands in your pockets. Mm -hmm. So it's like thumb in, thumb out. But the hand is. I in the see pocket. why, and I've even said that because photographers always say it. So then I just say it before they do. You know, hand in pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they don't, they're just kind of like... This photographer clearly wants the hand out of the pocket. What, what are they doing with their hands then? They're kind of clutching it in front of their Or brain? like what if it's just kind of like stoic, you know, yeah. vogued? I don't know. Uh, to suggest separate portrait sessions is just is just like you've been doing for 20 years and you can't work with a videographer. <laughs> Some of the yeah. worst photographers we've worked with actually have been doing it for decades. Yeah. <laughs> it's the old dog syndrome. They just yeah. can't learn new things yeah. and they're just stuck in their old And they're routine. so threatened by the young guys. Uh -huh. So threatened mm -hmm. by it. Yeah, the fact, like, saying you've been doing it for 20, 20 years. Means nothing. And then to be unprofessional and throw a fit in front of your clients mm -hmm. shows me you've learned nothing over yeah. 20 years. I think that, and this isn't just applying to wedding videography. Whenever someone tries to use the, I've been doing it for this many years card. It almost devalidates It them. devalues it. Like, devalues. for example, my dad, my dad. He always says, Nate, do you think you're a better driver than me? And I'm like, absolutely, I'm a better driver than you. He's like, I've been driving for 40, I've been driving for 50 years. And all that tells me is when I get in the car with him and I see him not use his blinker or he just merges. Bad or habits. Or, yeah, just bad habits. <laughs> Compounded been, over been, 50 years. Exactly. They've been solidified <laughs> for 50 years. Yeah. Same thing happens. Um, my brother-in-law, he's a surgeon at the Mayo Clinic and he is, he, 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 he's- Well, I'd rather have an older surgeon. Yeah. Well, no, like, but it's the same thing in the medical field oh. where sometimes when a surgery is going on, there is a younger surgeon who is more kind of up to date on the newest technologies. Oh, and the gotcha, older gotcha. surgeon just says, no, we're not doing that. We're doing it my way. And many times they could have listened to the younger person and it would have worked. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. So when someone's been doing it for, for 20 years and they say, no, we're doing this, it's like, yeah. Bad habits compound. Like that scene in Burnt where he refuses to cook salmon. In the sous vide. In the sous vide. Yeah. And it's like, but we haven't cooked it this way for like a decade. Like, like this is archaic. It's moved on. People make fun of us for doing it this way. Because mm -hmm. he didn't want to adapt and he yeah. did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and that's why I, that's why the videographers who have been doing it for decades, who are evolving, um, and like Larev for me, mm -hmm. are people who like are constantly just on the trends, yeah. evolving up to date, their gear is always being updated, um, learning and growing with the younger generation. Like they, those to me, I was like, that's the way to do it in the mm -hmm. creative industry. Right. But the people who are still shooting weddings, the way they were in early 2000s, I'm like, it's embarrassing yeah. for you. And when you say, I've been over 20 years, I'm like, ooh. And here ooh. we are throwing a fit in front of your clients. Yeah. And then you storm off. 
and demand a separate session? Yeah, you haven't changed since 2003. You know how to work with other people? 20 years? Really? I don't know. I'm giving that photographer, yeah, one out of five. Solid one star, dude. If we can do half stars, it's a half star. Yeah, I'll give him a half star. Yeah. Absolutely bitter. Um, but yeah, for the videographer, just spread out your team. Yeah. You'll appreciate it, I promise. Get different Your angles. editors will appreciate it, I Get promise. Get different angles, yeah. please. Um, okay, that was it. Those are our stories. Do we have any photographer wars that we... I mean, I've already said my... I only have a few that I've I've mentioned a few times. Um, as long as to Adam, though... Um, I have been blessed with a large following with my association from full-time filmmaker. And a lot of the weddings where I meet very standoffish photographers who are very just like, like even like young photographers I've met who like just hate videographers for mm -hmm. whatever reason, think they're mm -hmm. better than us. They're so standoffish to me and they're so rude. They don't want me to direct. They don't give me the time of day. They don't ask me if I got my shots. Um, I always just combat that with an over excessive kindness and say like, yeah, I'm gonna give you a follow. Like love to see your work. Mm -hmm. And I give them a follow and say, Oh, beautiful shots. Like on their, and I like their photos in that moment. So they don't, they'll pull out their phone and, and they'll see my following. And it's usually yeah. a lot higher than theirs. And I'm not saying I'm better than them because of my following. That's not the point of the story. The point is they look at how many people follow me and it they changes. all of a sudden are my best friend. Yeah. It changes. All the of a sudden want to put a story. It, that bothers me yeah. more than I would have, more than them being rude to me bothers mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. um, but then at least they're collaborative and nice after yeah. that, you know. So that's kind of my experience. Is like usually I can soften them with saying like actually I'm people people know me. <laughs> to <laughs> quote Ron me. Burgundy, <laughs> uh, not that followers matter, you guys. That's please don't listen to the story and think the point is to get followers and people be nice to you. It's the opposite. Um, but that's that, that bugs me usually mm -hmm. is when they, they treat you differently based on how many followers you have. Yeah. High or low. Yeah. You know? I think yeah, I think we're we're pretty good at working with photographers and, and usually the first thing when we start filming a wedding is we find the photographer after we find the couple, if they're in separate rooms, and we just say, Hey, like, how's it going? I'm Jake, I'm Nate. We're we're shooting alongside you, like we're easy. Yeah. We're this. Like, do what you gotta do, we'll be just kinda like your shadow. I think that's the first phrase out of our mouth is we're very chill. Yeah. Very chill. We're very excited to work with you. Yeah. And then they're always like, oh, yeah, me too. Whatever you guys need, if I'm ever in your mm -hmm. shot. And we're like, likewise, if we're in your shot, just let us know. And I also feel like, and I know not everyone has this social skill, but I do feel like um, I, I'm i not afraid to tell a photographer to get out of my way. Yeah. Because I feel like I can do it politely without saying, without coming across like rude. I can say, hey, like just when you're done, I need to yeah. get, like, I, I don't feel like weird about it. Some photographers have a really hard time with that. So, the easiest way that I've found to tell photographers that they are in my shot is to just say, hey, yeah. when you're done with this shot, and of course, I say, hey, when you're, when you're yeah. done with the shot, can I get the same one? Yeah. And that's just me saying, you're in the way, yeah. but Politely. I need the shot. Yeah. And they'll reciprocate that. Yeah. At least our hope is, and I think the sooner you do that on the wedding day, the sooner you say respectfully, love your shot, I want to get that right after you, mm -hmm. they'll naturally want to, you know, give that back to you and respect you that way. And you made a good point too. It's like, when you say that you're complimenting them because mm -hmm. you're saying, I love your shot. You're yeah. getting, I want to get that too. Mm -hmm. Just when you're done, I respect you. Yeah. Your space. And, and, but I think, I think the struggle is a lot of your offers struggle with that confidence. Right. Yeah. And, and I just, like, I wasn't raised that way. I just don't have the personality. I, I if I want to say something, I'll say something. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm there to do a job, but I'm not going to let someone limit me from doing my job. And so I'll, I'll always just jump in and say, Hey, like, we'll get the shot or, Hey, I have a pose or, Hey, when you're done with this, I have something. 
Um, but I think where videographers get tied up is when they hang back with their camera, don't record, photographer does theirs, theirs and then they jump in and say, my turn, my pose. Um, and they take way too long, you know? Yeah. I uh, I never do that. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah. Collaboration is an interesting uh, skill set. Yeah. Um, it takes practice. I feel like it comes easier to some. I feel it comes easier to some than others, but um, regardless, it's something that you need to be conscious of um, and intentional about. Yeah. And not just photographers, man. Planners. Like that, we had a few weddings where the planner had a very specific shot list. And it's like, you know what? Okay. Like, we will do that for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we could we can sacrifice our needs because you have some things you want. And I could argue with you or but you clearly have something you want and I'll give it to you. It, 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 it's minimum effort for me. Right. You know? Overall, I love photographers. I love them. We've been blessed. And I think you and I are just naturally collaborative with photographers, you know? Yeah. What was it? What did, what did Adam, Adam, Adam asked, say? Like, he's like, he's like, you, uh, Adam commented on our previous podcast on YouTube and he said something about, yeah, us not loving to work with photographers. And we started saying, oh, no, we've been blessed with photographers. And he said. He said the only reason you get along so well with photographers is because you're both sexy AF and nice. But you need both. But you need to both not encounter rude photographers. <laughs> and he said additionally people in Utah are nicer than most people in the country. I'm like, yeah, but we don't work with people in Utah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I also think we, we get along with photographers. I, I will say appearance does go a long way. When we show up dressed Good thing, nice, we're attractive. No, oh. no, I'm saying the way the way we dress and things like that. Yeah. That that sort of appearance does go a long yeah. way. I think when a photographer also reciprocates that, and mm. they show up for a wedding dressed nice, they're professional, and they see that the video team is also doing the same thing. Because traditionally, it seems like videographers are just kind of like ragtag groups that just run and gun, try to be filmmakers, trying and, to be Sam Colder, wearing yeah. just these, you know baggy tees and ripped holes in your, you know, which... It's what you wear. <laughs> Wait a tick. <laughs> Describing your style. <laughs> Hang on. I think that's just how we've always been seen. So when they see that we are wearing suits or wearing yeah. ties, we're professional. Yeah. And that's a good first impression. But it's it's hard to teach social skills sometimes. It is. It is. And also just submissiveness. Like, like I remember telling someone, like, wear a suit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to dress like a monkey for someone's event it's like see there's the problem like for is some reason samuel? you think you're better than what is this samuel no samuel gives else. us some flack when we tell him this is pretty decent he does he dresses no he dresses fantastic day well, to now day that he carries carries guns he, he can't always has to dress nice because yeah. he has to his day-to-day is amazing but the second he shoots a wedding white vans come yeah, out white vans come out <laughs> He Love dresses nice. Love the kid. Um, but now, like, and that was the problem is that this videographer didn't want to dress up for someone's events. Like, well, there's your problem. Like, you just complained to me for an hour about your pricing being too low and you're not finding enough clients and your referrals aren't working. And you're not willing to do the easiest thing, mm-hmm. wear a blazer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, to me, is, like, the disconnect. Yeah. It's, like, people want or feel this entitlement to their clients and these prices and these markets, but they wanted to be as is. And okay. On the other side of the spectrum, um, I'll call out Jay Mac. Uh, Jay is my boy. Jay doesn't own a suit. Jay, they have a very specific brand, a very specific style. 
um, it's not homeless by any chance. It's not. <laughs> they're but they're dressed. They're still dressed nice and professional for a wedding. Yeah. But they're not suit people. It's not their brand. But they're still the most professional people I've ever met. They know right. how to communicate. They're very courteous, very kind, and that's their brand. Um, we're not saying you have to wear a suit at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Please don't take it that way. Depends on the market you're in. Um, but I think it does go a long way with how you carry yourself and what you wear. Yeah. You can dig up pictures of us wearing T-shirts yeah. and jeans. And and I think the saving grace that we overcompensated with uh, courtesy and yeah. communication. Yeah. I mean, I've had more photographers dress horribly at weddings. Yeah. The last year, I feel like. I think we, but we've also been more mindful of it this past year. Yeah. Because we've had the brand guidelines. We've yeah. known exactly what we wanted. Um, it'd be interested, interesting to go back into the past without those standards and just say, hey, yeah. <laughs> what were they wearing? It would be interesting. <clears throat> I've always, what do you think? Do you think the brand you create needs to be an extension of yourself, like the day-to-day? Because I've always, here, here's where I kind of have this thought. I, um, I went to a wedding reception a couple months ago of just, you know, some friends that had an LDS wedding and they had this reception in this kind of like greenhouse looking thing. It was pretty. And I show up there dressed nice. I usually don't dress crazy nice. Um, but I went into this reception and I was, I was dressed, I think I had a suit coat on. And while I was there, I met one of the people that worked at, I think it was either 20, I think it was 20 and Creek. And they're like, oh, I didn't. It was a friend of mine. I had no idea she worked for Twining Creek. She's like, oh, the manager is also here too. And she started like waving her over. And I was dressed according. (laughs) I was dressed according to Runaway Vows. But usually, I wouldn't be dressed like that. So on the way home, I was telling Kayla, like, I'm glad I was dressed according to Runaway Vows standards, because that's not my everyday dress. This I would hardly even say is my everyday dress. I'm using wearing just like an oversized T-shirt, some baggy, pants. and these pants every day. My Converse have holes all the way through them, and so are you getting Converse for Christmas? Probably not. No, I love these. I love. They contradict everything you, you just said, <laughs> right? Well, no, <laughs> no. So like, if I would have been dressed in just like that's your flaming gun right there. <laughs> yeah, if I would have been Smoking dressed gun. in just baggy yeah. clothes or whatever, yeah, yeah. how does it come off to other people? Is it like, whoa, they're, they're well, cool? You didn't know there'd be a business opportunity at this reception you were stopping by at. Well, no, like you know what I mean. Could it be like, wow, he he he's oh. cool, like he has a totally different style than what his brand is. Like his brand is totally different. It looks cool. It's clean and professional, but this is him as a person. And I like that. Or is it, I don't like that he's dressed like garbage, but cause he has this brand. Do people respect that you keep it separate and you can represent both? I hope so because this podcast is the epitome <laughs> of what we that's are true. not. <laughs> I guess that's matters. true. <laughs> that's true. I guess. Good point. I I, I, pray. I hope they can respect the uh, duality. <laughs> I was like thinking. I was like, wait a tick. <laughs> this podcast is the epitome of being two faced. Not what we want to present <laughs> to the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, do you think people respect that? Yeah, I do. Uh, case by case. I think it's who you are. Yeah. Um, because I will say this. I think people who... I don't know. I think you should naturally want to be better. I, I think I think our generation has hounded self-acceptance to a fault. Mm-hmm. I think we needed to have the pendulum come back this way a little bit towards self-acceptance. I think we had a toxic culture before. 
but I think it kept swinging way too far. And now like, it's just like, as you are is perfect. And I reject that. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I love who I am, but I, I, I strive to be better. Right. And I, there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve or, or to put on, my mom always says this. She says, act the way you want to be, and soon you'll be the way you act. A very simple uh, phrase. Just if you want to be better, start acting better, Fake it till and you, you naturally it. will be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think with Runaway Vows, you and I said, okay, we're going we're gonna to act like this luxury brand. We're going to start dressing better. And it naturally became who we, want, who we are mm-hmm. um, at weddings, especially, and with our business. Um, and I think, and then this podcast is just for us to decompress a little bit. Yeah, just have yeah. fun. So I, so I think people who like, I don't want to wear a suit or I don't want to be this way. It's like, well, you don't have to like fit in with the mold of what you think that is. There's no mold, but like, but still like you should want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. You should want to have a better image. Yeah. And you should also like, yeah, you should, you should care to some degree of your, of your reputation. You should. Because in this industry, that's all you have. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, how would you feel if a wedding planner didn't hire us for a gig because they listened to one of our podcasts and didn't like who we were naturally? I would feel like we dodged a bullet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would feel like, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have worked well with them anyway. So there's that duality. I'll I'll call her out. Alicia. Oh, De La Planning. She's probably listening to this. She listens to this every week. She submits stories. Gotcha. Good. And she always DMs and says, I love it. Ah, yeah. Thank you for being genuine. Yeah. So... Alicia is on me. So if like, and that's the thing, like, and I think that's what you, I think you can put on your best self and then people can say, oh, like I actually found like your personal Instagram page or your podcast or something and you're a little bit more casual. Yeah. But, but I can tell that's just you, but let's, okay, let's just, let's, let's remove the facade of like, is anybody the same after the nine to five? No. No. no so why are we pretending like we are? Everyone has two identities. It's right? a social identity and, and you a, should. a real life identity. You should have a professional workplace, mannerisms, and then you should be able to go home and decompress. And this is us being at home decompressing. Yeah. In a 57 degree home that land so never cold. heats up. Goodness. I feel like when I breathe, I, I feel like I can feel the chill. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so, I, I do like that. I, I think it is funny that all of us, the second we get home, we put on sweats, yeah. You know, we put on some yeah. flip-flops and sandals and get comfy, but it's not acceptable yeah. to just admit that. Yeah, It's stupid. And and uh, we're just all hypocrites. That's the bottom line. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. 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 I just, I th- and I think our podcast, for example, you guys, is like, um, we don't claim for it to be like, it's not an educational podcast. Like, we'll share some educational wisdom here and there. But it's really just to have fun. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the 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 clock out. Yeah. Time you're in the kitchen now cooking dinner. You know what I mean? It's just uh-huh. like it's it's casual. Yeah. But our business is very intense. Yeah. No, we're we've said it before. We're completely we have, you know, different personalities, different brands in person or online, you know. But we have different modes. This is us, mm-hmm. you know, just normal day to day being buddies and best friends and business partners. But if we show up on a wedding, we're very professional. Yeah, we don't banter. It's yay yeah. or nay. Yeah. You know, we're doing this. This is how it's going to yeah. be. We're collaborative exactly. and professional. Yeah. <laughs> Took us a while to learn that, though. There are some times we can look back. Where's the market? But I don't have like, I don't know. I don't have like yeah. regrets about it. Yeah. Like, even like a small adjustment this year, I feel like I've stopped saying yes, queen as often. 
You did used to love saying yes. Well, that, that was kind of like my clients. Like it, it worked, you know. It's but true. now it's like it's just not appropriate. It was the way you would connect and yeah. make them feel comfortable. It's just not appropriate now, though, yeah. with the clients I have. Yeah. But that was fun. It was. It got them. It got them smiling. Yeah, it does. But now it's just like yeah, it's just not the. There's better things. To, there's different things to say. Mm-hmm. I'll even say better things. I'll say different things to say. Yeah. Because I'm trying to present differently. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed this uh, episode. I, I like talking about photographers, photographers and videographers. Turned into and, like a brand identity yeah. crisis. <laughs> no, I like that though. I think I think the relationship between photographers and videographers is ever improving. I yeah. think it is getting better slowly, because video. Because the old guys are dying. <laughs> Wait till you guys hear uh, Jake's take on Emma's podcast here in about two weeks. Guys, I'm going to cancel this podcast <laughs> on accident. We're very sorry, Emma. Uh, Jake met it, meant it metaphorically. The second our podcast ended, we just recorded it. I texted him like, we're never getting invited back. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so go um, listen to Emma. Um, but no, yeah, it, it is improving. And I think it's because video is being seen more as not just a second thought. It's, it's actually coming along absolutely. as I need video. I need photo. I need both. And we're starting to kind of like respect each other more. Absolutely. Whereas I feel like photographers for a long time probably didn't respect video because we were stepping on their toes, mm-hmm. getting in their industry. But I feel like that's that's going away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Or just the digital content is just different. Yeah. Even photographers don't post photos. Everyone wants video. They post video reels, yeah. 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 Even Courtney. If you go to Courtney's page, you can't find like a photo post. Mm-hmm. It's all video. Yeah. <laughs> she's so, good. What can we say she's videographers good. are better? <laughs> Even photographers want to be us. <laughs> Courtney's our favorite person Love in the world. Courtney. Love Courtney. Favorite Courtney person in the world. Best photographer we've worked with. Yeah. Love her. Love um, but you guys, this was it for Photographer Wars. If you have any stories, submit them below. We have links. Um, a lot of categories to choose from. We enjoy reading your stories. Uh, we do beg um, that you actually learn how to type in coherent sentences. Um, every single one of the yours were spelled incorrectly. Uh, Nate read one story that was our biggest story and it was two sentences and I'm still trying to figure out um, what it was just too exactly. long around sentences so you know we ask you politely to uh, punctuation even just run through chat GPT say hey like here's my story clean it up make it coherent tell the same story make it legible add good punctuation yeah. make it yeah add some periods here Oxford commas for Nate I love the Oxford comma um, that, that's us asking very politely I mean, I'm just, a little petty just a about suggestion. it, but it would make the clips easier to clip. It would. Um, but you guys, thank you so much for listening. Episode 10, 10 yes. downs, hundreds to go. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for the Champagne Club. It's going to be really fun. Maybe we'll talk about it more on the next week's episode. Or the week after that. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. All right. Love Catch you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs>